These are the trauma healing learnings based on one mom's journal entries recorded in real time from a catastrophic event with her son that you've been listening to in the blink of an eye story. Episode 34, Death Be Gone, Part 2, Trauma Healing Learnings. Life can change in the blink of an eye. Medical errors happen at an alarming rate in hospitals. They do. They don't want you to know that. Many don't cause harm and are correctable. Think about all the times you have caused harm or someone has caused harm to you. I'm sorry often is enough to fix the situation. Indeed, when someone says, I'm sorry, it makes it easy to forgive them and let the infraction go. But I'm sorry is often taboo in the medical profession. Even though just about every little girl and boy was taught to say, I'm sorry, when we harmed someone else or did something wrong, who hasn't done both? These simple two words have been lost in hospitals. We were also taught those powerful words cannot be manipulated or said in a transactional way just to get off the hook, right? But even the shallow, non-remorseful version of I'm sorry is taboo in medical environments. My friend, Dr. Albert Wu, has devoted the last decade studying I'm sorry in the medical profession. We hold medical institutions to a very high standard. On the one hand, we should. On the other hand, no one is perfect. I hope you will hear from Dr. Wu on this subject in season two. It's true. No one has perfect behavior all the time, right? What do we do when we're not perfect? I'm sorry is a beginning. Why do mistakes happen in hospitals? What makes it so hard to acknowledge them? What is a mistake? And what is a medical error? We will explore this more in season two as well, but let's open that dialogue right now. Who likes to make mistakes? I don't know anyone who does. I do know, however, remarkable leaders who are willing to make mistakes to learn, to see what is possible. That is an attitude I have tried to adopt myself. It's not always easy, but it's a new frontier of human development. And I think it's a very positive and hopeful approach to life and life in hospitals. Accepting error and that bad things can happen is a key to trauma healing. The door that attitude unlocks 
is one that opens to possibilities we cannot even imagine for joy and connectedness and vibrancy. It does take vulnerability, though. I think what it really takes first is strength. Strength can come from knowledge, new information, knowledge about trauma healing, new information from dialogue. And this includes each of us, and it includes medical institutions, right? I wonder if you see it this way too. I mean, yes, medical institutions might choose to be strong enough to be vulnerable. I wonder what that would look like. Well, I'm very willing to imagine it. Imagine if you had had a scare at a hospital and you had the opportunity to be face-to-face, human-to-human, with the doctor or nurse to ask questions and get information that had you stressed and was causing you to second-guess even yourself or become suspicious about them. How relieving that could be. How restorative to the patient-doctor-family-medical-staff relationship. Now, imagine if you or your loved one suffered a serious medical error at a hospital and you too had the same opportunity to be face-to-face, human-to-human with the doctor or nurse or chief to ask questions and get information. Imagine a conversation that you might have that fills in the gaps of understanding that has haunted you, maybe even for years. Imagine a conversation that is human and connected, where you have a chance to get to know each other and understand more about a very difficult situation. This is what trauma-healing-informed practices could look like in hospitals. Trauma healing can begin or have huge moments of metabolizing even years later. Trauma healing can be delayed for years, if not decades, as the person or family or group that was harmed, searches for answers. You might consider the events in your own life that you are still on a quest to understand that haunt you and how freeing information is, whatever it is. We will explore this too from all sides in the next season of Blink of an Eye and the impact on a patient and on a family. Until then, is there someone whom you need to say, I am sorry to? Even if it is years old or long overdue. (laughs) Because it is years old and possibly long overdue. We all make mistakes. It's okay. We're human. We can expect that we'll make mistakes. 
and we can participate in our own trauma healing by saying genuinely, I'm sorry. In the companion story, Death Be Gone, Part 1, I was not thinking about any medical error. All I knew was that something had gone wrong, and it didn't make sense. I'm not a cardiologist. I wasn't even sure of the implications of what it meant to go into cardiac arrest. But staff didn't tell me or confirm with me anything about what had happened. They didn't even acknowledge. And that kept me from fully healing that night. And for a long time, Lord only knows how Archer might still be haunted. There is no best time to heal trauma. But there is always now. There is no one size fits all to heal trauma. But there is the size that fits you. And there's no one way to heal trauma. But there are methods and ancient wisdom that give us a good map for living a more trauma-healed life. And one timeless way is forgiveness. I'm sorry, said now, to yourself, to others. No matter how long ago the trauma originally occurred, trauma healing is a personal process and a journey. Just like trauma itself is never one event, trauma healing is never one event. Although it could be one event if you experience a miracle, and you might. All things are possible. But something I didn't know when Archer was injured, but I've learned since about trauma and my study of trauma, I want to share it with you. I've learned from the work of Thomas Hubel and others in the field of collective trauma. Oh, it's deepened my own teachings, the awareness of that alone. Perhaps it is something for you to consider too as we are closing. Each of us can carry wounds of the past that were our ancestors' wounds. We didn't ask to carry them but we do. They are in our DNA. We can metabolize them now by the choices we make and how we think and in what we do. Just like we covered in the companion story with the virgin snow and new tracks. Face-to-face -face dialogue, even if it is over a period of time, can also yield new and deeper tracks because of a deeper understanding of trauma and its impact.
it can also produce more informed willingness to say and to believe, I'm sorry, whether there is forgiveness or not. But when there is deeper understanding that is without judgment, forgiveness can be expected because the human condition yearns to be restored to oneness. The same is true for institutions, even medical institutions. They too can carry the wounds of their history. And they, too, can yearn for forgiveness and oneness. It certainly gives us all a lot to consider, doesn't it? Well, as for me, I figure I will be someone's ancestor someday, as I already am. And I am someone's mother now. And so I want to do all I can to heal my own wounds. It matters. For generations to come. You might consider looking at your own life, remembering an event that hurt you, or recognizing where you're triggered regularly, whether it's with a bias or an ouch or an automatic defensiveness or an ongoing regular resistance, even to your own loved ones. And see if you can trace it back to a time when you were young or younger and harmed in some way. Maybe you felt abandoned, alone, separated from the source of love, felt unsafe or uncared for, maybe overlooked. It's fear, it's panic, it's anger. It's basic energy for trauma healing. It's powerful medicine to know this. And it allows so much compassion for ourselves and for others in our lives, doesn't it? Mm. If this interests you and you'd like for me to talk more about this in future seasons, please write me at louise at blinkofaneyepodcast.com. There is much we can explore about this with fascinating other wise men and women, relational theorists, neuroscientists, ethicists, trauma healers. It will be a rich dialogue. And one we might also begin with leaders in the medical profession. We will close now. It's never too late for change, for new beginnings, for spring. Life gives us an opportunity for so many new beginnings. Seasons give us an opportunity for new beginnings. The divine source gave us each other on this planet, in this life, to live now with each other in relational relationship with all our diversity and our uniqueness. There is a healing path laid out for each of us uniquely for you and for me. It's all there. If you're so inclined, 
ask the divine source of everything to show you and then listen for the whisper, the guidance of what is your highest and best calling for good, for how to be healed, restored, complete, whole. I am so grateful for this season with you. Thousands and thousands of you all over the world listening in. Listening in together as we support each other and create an energy field for trauma healing, our own individual trauma healing, and collective trauma healing. Thank you. We will start new beginnings in season two. I hope you have enjoyed this trauma healing learning. To listen to the story behind the learning, tune in to episode 34, Death Be Gone, Part 2. Life can change in the blink of an eye. Life is so precious. Sending love. Hope for everything. Obtain everything. This episode is sponsored by Baltimore Mediation. For 28 years, Baltimore Mediation has served clients worldwide by facilitating negotiation breakthroughs, believing in their capacity for meaningful face-to-face -face dialogue. You can learn more at baltimoremediation.com. You've been listening to Blink of an Eye, we ask that you share this with anyone who may need inspiration, a lift, or who may relate. To hear the story behind this trauma healing learning, tune in and listen to episode 34, Death Be Gone, Part 2. Never miss an episode. Subscribe to Blink of an Eye on our website, blinkofaneyepodcast.com, or on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.